this is Dr. Nick Tiller, and you're listening to the Skeptic's Guide to Sports Science podcast. What follows is an audio recording of my column, published in Skeptical Inquirer, the magazine for science and reason. For more information, visit www.skepticalinquirer.org. As with all articles in this series, a full list of references and a link to the written piece can be found in the show notes. Episode 8. 10 health and wellness buzzwords every skeptic should know. The word rhetoric, derived from the Greek noun rhetor, meaning speaker, was once considered the art of verbal persuasion. Up to the late 19th century, rhetoric played a prominent role in the Western education of orators, lawyers, counsellors, historians, statesmen and poets. In fact, rhetoric originated in a school of pre-Socratic philosophers, thereby reflecting the intellectual assertions of enlightened minds. In modern society, where business and marketing often take precedence over intellectual integrity, rhetoric is thought of as the misleading ramblings of salesmen attempting to convert potential leads into paying customers. As a writer and speaker, it's sad to see rhetoric diminished from its noble roots to a pejorative term that implies style over substance, for example, marketing rhetoric. The average American is exposed to between 4,000 and 10,000 ads per day. As such, there's greater competition than ever for the attention of potential customers, and marketing companies are employing increasingly aggressive rhetoric and so-called direct response marketing to exploit biases in human reasoning. Nowhere is this more apparent than in the health and wellness industry, where regulations on advertising claims are virtually non-existent. In this month's column, I summarise 10 of the most prominent health and wellness buzzwords that appear with such frequency in the sale of alternative therapies and other unproven or disproven products that their use should immediately raise a sceptical eyebrow. Superfood. This term was conjured by the advertising industry to describe products that supposedly conferred health benefits owing to their exceptional nutrient densities. There are hundreds of purported superfoods with blueberries, cranberries, goji berries, chili peppers, garlic, ginger, chia seed, flaxseed and quinoa most commonly studied in the scientific literature. These products are rarely described as superfoods by expert dietitians and nutrition scientists. However, labelling a product as such increases sales. In fact, the number of products labelled as superfood, superfruit or supergrain increased by more than 200% between 2011 and 2015. Yet there is no merit in the term. In 2007, legislation by the European Union prohibited use of the term superfood in product advertising unless a specified and authorised health claim could elaborate on the product's benefits. We are still waiting for the evidence and the term is currently banned in European ads. Immune boosting. The immune system is a complex series of cells and proteins that become activated in response to bacteria and viruses. Fear about lackluster immunity has been exploited in marketing for decades, but COVID-19 exacerbated the problem. 
An online commentary by Dr. Mark Chrislip stated that, quote, The immune system, if you are otherwise healthy, cannot be boosted. And doing those things you learned in kindergarten, reasonable diet, exercise and sleep, will provide the immune system all the boosting or support it needs, end quote. Indeed, immunity can be chronically strengthened, not boosted, through good diet, good sleep and physical activity, that's according to the CDC. Yet, in a study of the top 185 websites returned from a Google search on boost immunity, the most common approaches proposed were diet, 77% of web pages, fruit, 69%, vitamins, 67%, antioxidants, 52%, probiotics, 51%, and vitamin C, 49%. Vaccination, the only evidence-based approach to actually boost immunity, was ranked 27th in the list, 12% of web pages. GMO. Bioengineered foods are those that contain detectable genetic material that has been modified through certain lab techniques and cannot be created through conventional breeding or found in nature. That's according to the USDA. However, before the invention of recumbent DNA techniques, our nomadic ancestors would inspect their crop yields and, based on the most desired traits, select superior individual plants for continued breeding. As such, GMO-free labelling is a misnomer because there are scarcely any agricultural foods that have not been genetically modified, be it in nature or in a lab. Yet the USDA has mandated that bioengineered food is labelled as such. Countless controlled studies, reviews and meta-analyses, neatly summarised by the Credible Hulk, agree that GMOs are safe. Numerous concurrent policy statements from an overwhelming number of global science organisations all concur. Natural This is one of several words appearing in modern marketing that exploits the appeal to nature in formal logical fallacy. The appeal proposes that something that is natural is somehow healthier or better than something unnatural or artificial. But this is to insert meaning into the definition of natural that is not there. Many supplements are made with all natural ingredients and some foods are portrayed as natural alternatives. The organic food industry, for example, claims efficacy, at least in part, on the basis that organic crops are naturally derived, while the anti-GMO movement is concerned that genetic engineering is unnatural. Other products claim no artificial ingredients. According to the FDA, artificial ingredients are those that are not found in nature and therefore must be synthetically produced as artificial ingredients. The human preference for natural produce is pervasive, but it's not based on logic or reason. Chemical Used frequently in ads for foods, cosmetics and cleaning products, the claim free from chemicals is more rhetoric to exploit the appeal to nature because it's an attempt to capitalise on fear and stigma surrounding artificial ingredients. According to the US Nuclear Regulatory Commission, chemicals are substances that have a defined composition. This means that all matter, from the food we eat to the clothes we wear, even the very stardust that constitutes our bodies, is made of chemicals. Recovery Supplements, recovery shakes, massage therapy, stretching, cryotherapy 
ice bathing, among others, all claiming to promote faster and more effective recovery. Invoking the term is another type of fallacy called definitional ambiguity. It's misleading or vague language used to deliberately deceive and or make a claim easier to defend. For example, the words fast and faster, when employed in the context of human movement, have lucid definitions, such that if a trainer assured you that their exercise program could help you run a faster marathon, you could accept or reject their claim based on the common definition. However, recovery has no clear operational definition or even an endpoint. For instance, does recovery include all facets of biological function, or is it specific to the musculoskeletal system? What about recovery of immune function, hydration, or psychological well-being? By itself, the term is ambiguous and can be interpreted to serve any number of functions from person to person. When ambiguous wording is used in the claim, the door is left wide open for a definitional retreat when the claim is challenged. By contrast, good science writing is precise and pointed, invoking terms that have common and agreed upon definitions. Energy. Certain complementary and alternative medicines, or CAMs, such as homeopathy, acupuncture, and Reiki, are subcategorized as energy medicines. They use words such as energy and energy flow to reference a supernatural force called qi, which is a vital energy shared by ethnomedical, healing, and shamanic traditions. Proponents of traditional acupuncture, for example, claim that physical and emotional ailments derive from stifled flow in the body's energetic systems. Of course, qi has never actually been measured or even properly defined, and the bulk of evidence does not support acupuncture or any CAM as an effective therapy. In real science, energy can be quantified and has a precise meaning. It's the capacity to perform work. In human biology, it's measured in joules, and to expend energy requires burning joules to accomplish work, for example, muscle contraction. In other domains of health and wellness, energy is used as a synonym for vigor or vitality, which is still grossly non-specific. Consider carefully how the term energy is employed in a claim, because it frequently signals CAM or other alternative therapies. Holistic. There are many words with benign dictionary definitions that take on more dubious connotations in health and wellness. The term holistic has been co-opted by New Age medicine to denote approaches that consider the patient's quote, psychological, familial, societal, ethical, spiritual, and biological dimensions in the search for optimal health and wellness, end quote. Holistic practitioners believe that an imbalance in one area of the body can affect the whole. Alternative therapies and CAM are more often disguised as holistic medicine. Integrative Also used in the context of medicine, in other words, integrative medicine, this term is independent from holistic medicine in that it selectively incorporates elements of CAM into patient treatment plans alongside orthodox diagnoses and treatments. Integrative medicine was established in response to the growing problem of skepticism surrounding CAM, in other words, that it was complementary to orthodox practices and therefore, by definition, could not be considered real medicine. 
Thus was born integrative medicine, wrote David Gorski at Science-Based Medicine, quote, a term that eliminated all implication that quackery such as Reiki, acupuncture, naturopathy and the rest of the pseudoscience and anti-science was somehow lesser medicine, end quote. Nevertheless, the terms holistic and integrative and even functional medicine all contain elements of CAM, the widely discredited and dangerous pseudoscience. Toxins and detox. Detoxes, usually offered in juice fasts, herbal supplements, herbal teas, ear candles, homeopathy and coffee enemas, among others, claim to purge the body of toxins. But we all know that detoxes do nothing of the sort. The term detox, which we discussed in an earlier column, is characterized by ritualistic purification and draws inspiration from outdated notions of evil humors that were once blamed for medical ailments. Such tiny, unmeasurable demons in the body were conceived during a time of scientific and medical naivete, and their existence is not compatible with modern understanding. It's the liver and the kidneys that are tasked with removing toxic compounds from the body, and there is nothing that an ear candle or a coffee enema can contribute to the process. Toxins and detoxes have no meaning outside clinical treatments for drug addiction or poisoning. As such, it's a red flag whenever a product claims to deal in toxins. In conclusion, the appearance of one or more of the above terms in a health claim does not mean you are necessarily dealing with a pseudoscience, but it should force deeper reflection on the claim because it may signal an emphasis on marketing rhetoric over science. Of course, the words themselves are not generally problematic because they have no agency. Rather, they've been co-opted and their meanings corrupted by modern marketing and snake oil salesmen to sell product. Nor are the terms employed inadvertently, but instead pointedly to imply meaning, reference a worldview or exploit an ingrained bias. As pseudoscience marketing becomes more prevalent and more sophisticated, so too must the sceptical movement evolve to counter the growing threat from myths and disinformation. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this article, check out my book, The Skeptic's Guide to Sports Science, Confronting Myths of the Health and Fitness Industry, published by Taylor & Francis. For more information on this and my other work, visit www.nbtiller.com. Thank you.